Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Whether you're looking to launch a podcast or build an online business that allows you to do the work you love, you've come to the right place. Podcast Answer Man presents The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Now, here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. I am back. Welcome to episode number 505 of The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And I am super excited because I have an in-studio guest, my great friend, Tim Schmoyer. Tim, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? I have never been better. It gets better every single day. That's a pretty good track record so far. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, we won't go into that. But Tim, how are you, man? I'm good. Yeah, it's good to hang out with you. Haven't seen each other for a little while. Real quickly, for those who are uninitiated, Tim Schmoyer has been on... I think this is... You've been on the show before, haven't you? Uh, I think you've mentioned me a few times, but I don't know if I've actually been on it. Oh my gosh. How does that... How's that possible? Oh, you know, talk about having a good day. This day just got better, right? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So anyway, Tim Schmoyer is to the world of YouTube what I would say that I am to the world of podcasting. And so he is the go-to person when people ask me questions about YouTube and growing their YouTube audience, how that monetization and all that other stuff goes. How do you how do you format a YouTube video where people will stay engaged? Yeah. Tim Schmoyer from videocreators.com mm-hmm. is where I would send you if you guys want to know more about YouTube. Yeah, or youtube.com slash videocreators is where all the videos go uh, a couple times a week, live streams and stuff. It's fun. Well, there you go. So here's the deal. There is no outline, no agenda that I have in front of me for this week's episode. Uh, I just came off of the most amazing weekend in my entire business. Wow. I am not kidding you. Uh, I am so over the moon, beyond my wildest dreams, this weekend was a total life-altering experience, starting with the Friday and Saturday Next Level Workshop that I just hosted for building a business around your online podcast, or building an online business around your podcast efforts, and then Sunday, I don't know if you even know about this, but my first Day with Cliff client, which is a $7,500 yeah, uh, package. I saw the, the testimonial video. Yeah, eight hours spent with me here in the Next Level Studio. I have a client that did that. So Tim says, "Hey, I'm getting ready to do an event, and uh, before I go out of town, let's have lunch. I'd love to ask you some questions about how it went." And so I said, "Hey, do you mind if I bring my recorder?" And I'd like to record our conversation. I think it'd be great because I think a lot of other people out there who are building their online businesses around their podcast would be just as interested in hearing my responses about how this weekend went, what I would, what I did, what I would do differently next time. Those are the kind of things I think you're going to throw at me. And so um, he said, well, why don't we skip lunch? I'll eat here, you eat, and then we'll, I'll just come over. We'll record it in studio. And so Tim, thanks for the idea, my friend. Sure. A little bit better than a field recorder in uh, Chipotle. That's right. (laughs) A lot of background noise going on. Yeah, so um, I first of all just wanted to hear Cliff about more of the details about your event. I looked it up online, saw some things, but just wanted to hear exactly what it was that you were doing, what you were trying to accomplish. Because um, I feel like I'm trying, trying to do something similar, but I just wanted to hear first of all what you were doing, and then um, tell you a little bit about what I'm my project is and your advice for it. Sure. Forward with it. So the the big reason why I wanted to do this is because I have a passion for helping people experience some of the benefits and joys that go along with having your own business, working for yourself, having the margin and the possibility to create your own schedule, the freedom, um, the the lack of a financial ceiling. Literally, if I, it, I, I joke around sometimes about this house. We call it the house that podcasting built. Uh-huh. And the fact was that before we actually really settled on the fact that we could find a floor plan of a house that we lived in. 
we we were just con- we were just convinced that even though things were taking off in our business, we said, "Hey, I we're not going to m- talk about building or moving into a new home until at least another year and a half, making sure we have a good track record. We'll sure. we'll lead up to." And but then Stephanie and Megan went and saw a model home, which was the model home for this neighborhood. And they said, you need to see this. Not that we're going to build a house anytime soon, but I came and visited the model home and I fell in love. I spent like an hour and a half the first day, two hours the next day. And I dreamed what you're sitting in, Tim. Mm-hmm. I dreamed that that day. Wow. And, and I'm like, we have to build the house. We have to. What's it going to take? And literally, because I have the business that I have and, and the investment that I put in into building this over the years... As soon as it became a dream, the question was, okay, what's it going to take? And we needed $67,000 as a down payment above and beyond what we already have, uh, you know, you know, money. So right. what can I do in my business to generate an extra $67,000 right. within the next nine months when we would need this? Sure. Yeah. And it was as simple as, well, I could do another podcasting A to Z. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's do that. And I threw it on the schedule. It wasn't on the schedule and it generated the $67,000 and then some. And then Stephanie and I were like, well, we're going to furnish the house or are we, you know, with new stuff or are we going to bring everything over? We didn't bring anything with us. And so uh, the following year, I threw another A to Z on there and we got an additional $38,000 to furnish. Having a business, you, I mean, uh, here's the thing, through my entire journey, Tim, it's crazy, but I have not done the responsible thing. I've been kind of just trucking along and I've not done this responsible thing such as college planning, you know, prepare, you know, saving money for your kids' college and stuff like that. And I used to get really nervous and crazy about that. But then I got to think, it's like, wait a second, I could just create a weekend workshop and pay for a year of college for my kids. And, and so I, I share all of that to kind of say two things. Why did I create the workshop? Well, part of it is I want people to experience what I'm experiencing, this ability to to create and do love that you're passionate or do work that you're passionate about, do work that you love that you were created to do. I honestly believe that there are a number of people in this world um, who are living the life of an employee, and that's not the life that they were created for. Now, I believe that there are people who they're they're going to thrive as an employee. That's really their place. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are a lot of people like me who was living the life of an employee because that was the only path ever shown to them. And it was the only one that was quote unquote socially accepted as responsible. And so it took a while for me to break free from that. And the thing is, is I know from helping people launch podcasts over the years that a lot of them are the number one question I get. How do I monetize this thing? I I'm, I'm, I love this and I'd love to leave my day job and find a way to make this my career. Yeah. And so there's more and more people being awakened to the fact that they were created for something different than sitting behind a desk working for somebody else. Yeah. Well, that's similar to my story. I mean, I was a youth, a youth worker for 12 years. And limited uh, budget, limited income, you know, and I'm not complaining about it. Just it was it was not a lot. Right. And uh, fast forward to today, you know, I have the business on YouTube. We train other people to grow their audiences online through uh, specifically on YouTube. And similar to you, we just bought a house last year. You helped me move in. You know, helped I did me unload the, the U-Haul and load in the into our new house. And um yeah, no cap on the income. That's, no, there's no bottom either, you know, because sometimes you could have like a really bad month, you know. But you, so there's a lot of risk, but there's also a lot more potential reward. And uh, we have baby number seven coming in December. And my wife and I are like, this is going to cost a lot more money. Like, how are we going to do this? And I'm thinking like, man, if I was an employee, I would like have the same amount of money for seven kids as I would have for two, which, you know, shocker six kids is really expensive. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you so, don't say. Yeah. So, uh, and now we're like thinking about hiring cleaning help for the house and, um, we're doing like the online grocery shopping where they deliver it to you. And, um, we're, I'm hiring more people for my business that like free up more of my time and stuff. And so all that takes more money. And, um, and we have the flexibility to do that because we're running a, a business also that gives us that type of freedom to say, uh, you know what, we're just not going to make as much money during the season of life. We're going to use all of this to pay other people so that we can 
continue to focus on what we say is most important to us, which is family and supporting each other. So absolutely. Awesome. So part of me was, you know, why did I do this? I, I did it because I, I have a passion. I want to help. By the way, my first year in doing business online for myself was a miserable year financially. You know, as far as the coming fully alive and and living my dream, it was awesome. (laughs) I had passion and zeal. I mean, I had my ups and downs emotionally, trust me. And I I had, when when my emotional levels were low, they were low. But I was surrounded by some amazing people who helped me get through those. But financially, most difficult time of my life. However, the things that I know today and the things that I shared this weekend in the workshop would help every single person avoid what I have, what I encountered that first year financially. So this wasn't a podcasting workshop, like a not to at Z. all. Okay, that's what I was wondering at first. I was like, did you just take A to Z and turn that into a workshop? Not at you know, all. I yeah. was encouraged to do that as low hanging fruit. They said, Cliff, if you're concerned about because, and by the way, a second motivation for this was the fact that I haven't prepared for my kids' college fund. <laughs> okay, and I have a daughter who's going to be a senior next year. And so I'm, th- and by the way, um, NKU is where she's thinking about going okay. to stay closer. It's right. ten thousand dollars a year, and so we ha- we put some money away. We put an extra ten grand in there, but I'm I'm trying to build up a buffer because I have two kids right behind her. Oh uh, yeah, you know. Well, so I have seven. I have seven kids all within seven years. I'm going to need a really big buffer for college one day by the time they get to your kids' ages. So, so a part of my motivation for creating this workshop is I'd love to have a couple $10,000 weekends. Mm-hmm. So I wanted 10 people to pay a 10, or actually I wanted 10 to 12 people to pay $1,000 a piece. Boom. That, that was definitely a motivator for me. And the interesting thing is this weekend, as a result of just setting that as a goal, this is what I want this is what I made, and I'm just doing math on my calculator because I do it better on a calculator than in my head. Uh, this weekend, I made $15,500. That's $15,000, $15,500 that I would not had if th- uh, four weeks ago I didn't say, hmm, I would like to make an extra $10,000. You pulled it off in four weeks? Four weeks. I did not realize that. Oh, no. You oh, want to wow. hear the story about this? Oh, my gosh. So, literally, um, it was May 1st. I said to my uh, mastermind group, hey guys, here are the eight things I want to work on in May and June, one of which was this weekend. <laughs> they said, get her done. <laughs> and, and, and so, and, and, but, and the thing is, I didn't work on it for the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, it's like, okay, it's time to do this. And so, uh, three weeks ago, or no, four weeks ago, I set up the sales page wow. and, and I sold it. And the sales page is basically just saying, hey, this has been my experience. If you're thinking about creating an online business, I think I can help you avoid some of the mistakes that I made. And it's pretty much all of that. By the way, no communication as to what they're going to learn on my sales page. Well, what's on your sales page the, then? The, well, actually, let's go there. So I think I looked at it like uh, when I was trying to figure out, because um, you told me you're doing this event and then you invited me to come hang out for a little bit, but I was uh, had other obligations I couldn't come, but... Uh, let's let's look at this. I didn't this. watch the video though. So let's this is only a 2 minute and 39 second video. So let's listen to the video. Do you want to create or grow an online business around your podcasting efforts? My name is Cliff Ravenscraft from podcastanswerman.com and I've had the privilege of personally one-on-one helping folks like Michael Hyatt, Amy Porterfield, John Lee Dumas, Pat Flynn and thousands of others successfully launch an online podcast. Not only that, but I've also been there through the process of helping many of these individuals create very successful and very profitable online businesses around their podcasting efforts. In fact, I know that what has drawn many people to me personally is my own story of how I turned my hobby into a full-time career by creating an online business around my own podcasting efforts. I have a passion for helping other people to experience some of the great things I've experienced in my own life. And while, yes, there is a lot of hard work and a lot of frustration that comes with building your own online business, the rewards are definitely worth it. In fact, I live by the motto that says, I don't need easy, I just need worth it. And my friends, I am living a life that, quite honestly, 12 years ago, is well beyond my wildest expectations. And I want to help you succeed in creating or building that online business that might be your dream as well. Three years ago, my wife and I built the home that we live in today. And it was built for two purposes. One, to create the environment that we wanted our family to live in for the next several years of our life. 
But the second purpose was to build the Next Level Studio. Now, the Next Level Studio is not just the space where I'm sitting right now where I record all of my own audio podcasts. But off to my right of where I'm sitting right now is a huge training space. Well, okay, huge enough for a small group of people because I have a passion for serving people, to helping people up close, in personal, face-to-face. And I want to invite you to my very first Next Level workshop here in the Next Level studio in Northern Kentucky. Okay, it goes on for about 20 more seconds, but really, in essence, that's all I gave them. So you basically pitched, hey, I know how to grow businesses around, po- um, I was going to say audiences, <laughs> around audiences on podcasts. And that was that most of your that, that, that came the, Yeah, the big pitch is, hey, I've built my own business around work that I love and that I'm, I'm great at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also been a part of successfully helping other podcasters build successful businesses as well. Yeah. And I want to come, I want to help you experience the eventual rewards that come with having your own online business. And I want to help you avoid a lot of the mistakes that I made in my early career. And I have a passion for helping you avoid those. That's pretty much it. But there was no details about what they were going to learn. Right. It was, it was, a, it was, a, so it was a business development um, workshop more than a podcasting workshop. Right? It was absolutely nothing about workshop, uh, biz, uh, podcasting at yeah, all. Podcasting okay. was not mentioned uh, except for, I think, how to grow your audience. We did talk about the number one thing you could do is to be a guest on other people's podcasts. Oh, well, so, look at that. I'm already doing it. <laughs> so there you go. But um, anyway, the, the thing is, though, here, the reason why there was no mention on the sales page or in the sales video about what would be included, because when I put the sales page together, Tim, I had absolutely no idea. <laughs> there you go. I had no clue. I mean, I, I knew that I was going to talk about my mistakes. I was going to talk about the things that are successful for me and the, you know, all those things. But I didn't, I, I really, and honestly, and I talked about this last week, because I didn't know, I was very nervous and anxious about creating this sales page and putting a thousand dollar price tag on there. Um, because it's like, how, what value am I giving these people? Yeah. Well, what you pitched though in that video is the, is the reward. It's like the end result that people really want, yeah. you know? So that, that was smart yeah. rather than, cause people probably don't care about like the schedule and the nitty gritty. They kind of like, what's, what's the benefit going to be in that work? Well, I can tell you it, you're absolutely right. And that's a good point to think about this because a lot of people get like, let me tell you about all the things that are included, all right. the, all the little things, you know, the pieces of this yeah, puzzle that you're just, getting. You just want to like over convince people that it's absolutely worth it when really like, you know, that video did a great job of saying this is the, this is the value you're going to get. Yeah. You're, we're, we're selling the transformation here, mm-hmm. the end result. But then what happened was, and I, and you know, I had, I told you I had eight projects that I was working on. So I created the sales page and sales started to roll in. And on my to-do list was I need to create the sessions. I need to decide what <laughs> sessions and create the schedule for this thing. And that did not happen until one week ago, last Monday. So the, 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 the session or the workshop starts on Friday. The Monday before, I sat down and said, hmm, what are the sessions I'm going to do? <laughs> and then I like me. And then I created it. It's like, hey, um, you know, this isn't going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. That was the first session. A step-by-step for, formula for building your online business. Um, creating your value proposition statement, you know, your, what your identity is yeah. and, and being able to communicate that effectively. The importance of your mailing list and the power of it. And then, of course, the things you're probably doing wrong with your mailing list, if you already have one, because uh, I trust me, I am an expert in all the, all the things you can do wrong. <laughs> uh, tips for growing your audience, characteristics for success in business. Um, and then the, you know, talk talking about mastermind groups, mentors, advisors, uh, potential income streams and money and pricing. Now, the, okay. do you want to know where I came up with all of the topics on here? Uh, past podcast episodes. No. Okay. So the first thing that I did, so before I made the sales page go live, I had a pre-workshop webinar, or a questionnaire. So when you sign up, so you go in and you sign up and you click, I want to buy and register. You get a note that says you're registered, okay? And then, then it says, I need you, I would, I, I would love to make sure that this oh, seminar see. or this workshop, uh, actually it says responses to these questions will customize, will help me customize the content of each session of our workshop to add as much value as possible for each attendee of the workshop oh, within the smart. workshop. Yeah. So actually what it should have said, if it's a little bit more authentic, 
I haven't started planning this thing yet. <laughs> help me build my help me build the sessions. Yeah, well, that's, but that's, now you are going to custom make content that's going to be exactly what your audience needs. So rather than like some templated you know things that could apply to anyone, like having those stories that they're going to share with you, um, like their struggles. Yeah, that's that's really smart. I that's not what I'm doing. I can tell you what I'm doing in a little bit, but um, but that's a good idea. I yeah. Should. So so I went in and, and I said, you know, and by the way, one of the questions is if you could does if you could design a session of this workshop, one session of this workshop, if you could design it, what would what would the topic be and exactly what would you want to get out of that session? <laughs> and literally that is where I came up with the key sessions. Yeah. And I already knew what sessions were going to hit on people. Like, I, And I made sure that the ones were the biggest one. And, it, you know, there were some common themes among all the people that attended and stuff like yeah. that. And so and I made sure that because it was a day and a half event. So before lunch, after lunch, day one. And then there was the, you know, the morning before we had lunch the second day. So I made sure to put the top three. There was one in the morning session. There was one in the afternoon session. And then there was one the morning the next day. I made sure that every block of this workshop hit. I didn't put all the three, you know, the big things that they wanted at the beginning. And I certainly didn't make them wait until the last day. Mm -hmm. Having that mind, it's like, oh, this is great, but this isn't what I wanted. Am I going to get what I wanted? So you see what I'm saying? So having a survey of the people who register for your event asking them exactly what it is they're expecting what they want is huge and that's that's what i did and i will do that every single time i do this workshop so were they mostly people who already had online businesses started and they're trying to grow it or they're mostly full-time or who did who did this attract first of all since i knew that i was reaching podcasters mostly i asked do you have a podcast and by the way not everyone who attended had a podcast which I had some people saying, hey, I don't have a podcast. Would this still be applicable? I'm like, yeah, if you want to create an online business around your area of expertise and passion, uh, it doesn't matter if you're a blogger, a YouTuber, uh, even if you only had a mailing list, you could create a business. As long as you're creating content, it's for content creators is what it is. So creating an online business or building an online business around content creators. So uh, there's a whole section of my survey asking them about their podcast. But then the next section of my survey was tell me where you are about your online business journey. And so I can tell you that I think it was like 80% of those who came uh, did not have an online business yet. They were they hadn't even started. They haven't generated a single dollar. Hmm. There was two people who had generated somewhere between they're generating somewhere between 500 to 1500 dollars a month and then there was one person who had re and my goal my target audience by the way was anybody who is either getting ready to start a business an online business or who has started an online business but is ma- is making less than an average of five thousand dollars per month okay because what i know is that with what i'm going to share i'm going to teach you how within six months to get over five thousand dollars a month guaranteed is like, I mean, well, not guaranteed because I don't you gotta do the work, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got to do the work. But but I, the I'm going to give you the thing. It's like if you're making if you've been here's my thing. If you've been pursuing an online income for more than six months and you're not yet generating five thousand dollars per month, I know why. And 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 by the way, I didn't know why until I did until I created the outline for session number two on day one called a step by step formula for building your online business. And what it is, is they start with every most everyone. And actually, it was every single person there, including myself. Everyone starts with step number eight, which is are you which is start. It's called create content. Oh. Step number eight in the process of building your online business is creating your blog, your podcast, your mailing list, all your content stuff. And step they that's where everybody starts. Start step number eight. I have a passion. I want to start talking. And that's the logical place, especially for those who start out as a hobby and mm-hmm. they weren't planning for this, but now they want to turn it into a business. Well, okay, now once you turn it into a business, you can't just say, how can I turn on the, mo- how right. the, the income streams? You have to go back to step number one. It's yep. exactly just how it works for me too. Like uh, the content, the YouTube channel. Um, I did one channel first about 11 years ago and that one's still making uh, significantly less than the channel that I started four years ago 
where the channels actually had a business model around it and things. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Figuring and, that stuff out first is way more important. And I'm like, listen, some of you are going to finish, we're going to finish this step-by-step formula. And I want to tell you, some of you will either desi- decide to stop the podcast that you have now or, or your blog that you have now or YouTube channel. And you may actually completely re- do, you may launch something completely different yeah. or you may keep what you have as a hobby but what you have is not a business and it may not be even possible for what you have right now to be a business. Sure. But we're going to discover right now yeah. how to figure that out. Yeah. And okay, I get, cool. it's like mind blowing. <laughs> it's like awesome. awesome. So, so to answer your question, the, I know that was a long way, but to answer your question, most of the people were in my, were exactly what I wanted. There was one person here, Tim, who probably makes five times the amount of income that, that I've made. Uh, he, he's, he was an older gentleman. He was brought by a friend who had signed up, um, very successful business to business kind of guy. He's, he's a, uh, he was a sales and coach within major corporations. You know, if I had to guess, he he probably charges, you know, $50,000 a day for his consulting with people, Mm -hmm. maybe even more. I don't know, but he, he, you could tell that he had experienced a ton of success and when I learned he was coming, because I saw his questionnaire, <laughs> I saw his responses, uh-huh. and and the anxiety level rose. You know, it's like, wait a second, this guy, this is not, my, he's not in my ideal target audience for this. Although he does want, he, when you look at his response, how much money is he making from his online efforts? And it was, it was actually zero. So while he does, while he, he was, he was coming to learn how can I create products and services or stuff like that that can be sold online. And um, thankfully, by the because I I learned what he was looking for, I actually had the opportunity to go to dinner with him and his friend the night before the conference started, and I got to feel for. And so I made sure to modify the sessions as I was teaching to make sure that I I brought in what I knew would be helpful for him as yeah. well. And so we pulled it off. <laughs> and then actually, at the end, he's like, he was the one who says, "Listen, dude, there are two things you shared that that." makes this price, you know, $9.99 was way too cheap. You need to charge $2,000 for this. Just for these two things alone. And he told me what those two things were. Cool. That was awesome. Yeah. So that's helpful for me. Um, I've been doing uh, an online course, as I think you know, for, for well, several of them, but um, one called Video Labs that is similar to this, except for it's 10 weeks online, maybe more similar to ADZ actually, um, where it's 10 weeks of, um, I limited to 20 people. Uh, only maximum and how much how are you 20 for a to z Z. okay yeah so similar 20 people and um there's a training session like a video so like a half hour to an hour like a video session they watch uh and then they hop into a live call with me once a week and we just do q a like how do we apply this to your specific channel your specific audience your goals your resources you know make it not just like some expert on a stage sharing some good ideas and you're like well that's nice but what does that mean for me um, actually making this practical for for the individual. And it's great. I charge uh, $9.97, so almost $1,000 for it as well. And uh, it sells out. I do about twice a year, once in the once in the winter, spring, and then fall again. And it, and it sells out, and then I have a long waiting list and things. And so this past time I did it, the waiting list was actually big enough for me to do, you know, I sold it out of 20 and I had about 30 people on the waiting list saying, Hey, if someone drops out, I want to, I want in, which people don't drop out. So, um, so I think I was thinking, you know what, I would love to take this online experience that we do in 10 weeks and instead do it in like three days or two days, two or three days, something like here in Cincinnati, like let's, uh, like I would love, like, you know, we're internet people but there's still something to be said for like, like you and I sitting in person and talking or going out to lunch as opposed to just doing like a FaceTime call or something. You know? Right. So, um, and, my, and 10 weeks is a really long time, you know, like not a lot of people have 10 weeks to give to something like this. And it's pretty intense. There's a lot of homework assignments and accountability so that you actually get the results that you want, you know, stuff. So it's, it's a, it's a pretty intense experience. I wanted to put it into three days for people who just didn't have 10, yeah. have 10 weeks. So I decided to bring it uh, here to Cincinnati and um, I've got like hotel. I'm doing a hotel because my house is running around with lots of kids and poopy diapers. <laughs> so we're not doing <laughs> it at my house, um, but uh, we're going to do it, do it at a hotel. So I've got the location, all that kind of stuff down. down. Um, one of my questions is now that you 
present this, I guess, is um, like my content is very, it's already done. Like all the content, I'm just going to redeliver it. The last time I reshot it, it was like three years ago. A lot's changed on YouTube since then. So it needs to be updated anyway. Yep. Um, bringing in a production crew to like film the whole thing. And then I'll use those new videos from this in-person event for future online events that they're just going to watch like the updated content. Yep. Um, before we go into like the normal 10 weeks with them. Um, I mean, I really like the survey idea and I think that's something I need to do. Um, but would you still recommend that if I'm going to be recording the content and people later who aren't in the audience are going to be watching and paying for access to that same content? So would I, would I still recommend the survey? I was, I definitely still recommend a, a pre pre conference survey just to make sure that the people who are signing up are are expecting to get what you plan to give them. Sure. Okay. So so make sure. And of course, you could you could actually telegraph a lot of that with your sales page. You know, to, you know, saying that this is what you're going to get. I did not have that when I created my sales page. So this was a part of that. But I would still do it just to find out who your audience is. Yeah. So you know, it'll it'll help you learn whether or not you know what the percentage of those people are doing this for a hobby which are the ones that are kind of just doing this as a little side gig and which ones are trying to go full time into this. I mean, there, there are things like that you're not going to know unless you actually survey. And so I don't necessarily think you need to say, well, you know, if you could design a session, uh, what would the topic be and exactly what would you want to get out of it? Although you may, you may find that, wow, I never even thought about that. And I should probably find a way to either fit that in or maybe even replace the session with that. So I still think it's a valuable question, but okay. certainly to find out who's there and, yeah. and what level they're at. Um, and yeah, and you're not going to know that unless you survey them ahead of time. And I think knowing it well in advance of the conference itself, as soon as they registered, getting that information, I think would be extremely valuable. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, the next question then is about pricing. Um, well, let me back up. Let me talk more about promotion first before I get to the pricing thing. So the, the for promotion, you, you just decided to do this and launched it within four weeks. Within right? three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks, which was scary as heck because it's <laughs> Cincinnati. Who's flying to Cincinnati, you know, within three weeks? I love Cincinnati. I'd fly here. Well, yeah. I would too, but still, I mean, it, it's not the easiest airport to get to. There's not a lot of direct flights anywhere That's from true. anywhere. That's true, yeah. But, but once uh, you get here, it's awesome. It is. Um. So... Uh, I'm, my event is in September. I'm doing it downtown Cincinnati right across. Oh, from you got Fountain, plenty of time right across from Fountain Square, uh, the Westin hotel there. And, um, I'm wondering you did it four weeks and you had, you limited three your, weeks, three weeks. And you limited it to 12. Uh, mine is 20 people. By the way, I had pinup demand for three years. People have been, people knew three years ago when we built this, actually for three years, nine months. Because as soon as we broke ground on this house, I'd been talking about this for three years oh, and nine months okay. that eventually I'm that going to host live events here. So as soon as I launched that land landing page, I mean, they, there were people who were fighting here. Well, they weren't fighting, <laughs> but they, they there were people who who were here is like arguing who, who was the first to hit you this. You had people out in front of your house scalping tickets before yeah. it started. <laughs> yeah. but, but they're like, you know, I was first, right? I, yeah. was, I was the first one, right? Never, it's like, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I have demand in the sense of like, I do this once or twice a year. People are expecting that. They're not expecting me to do it like in person. They're expecting the 10 week online event. So from a launch strategy standpoint, um, we don't have the website ready yet, but I'm hoping it'll be ready by the end of like next week or okay. so. Yeah. But after, and it's got video on there kind of similar to yours and like just a normal conference event type website. Um, Schedule, dates, travel, and that I think that type of thing. Yep. Uh, you have anything that you learned from this experience that you would say, hey, make sure you do this or don't do that or, or something? Well, make sure that you have the frequently asked questions on there ahead of time. Try to t- anticipate the FAQs, like what hotels, what, you know, what airport, how do I get to the event, you know, research how much an average Uber cost, you know, car is and uh, food determine, you know, and people are, you know, do I, am I responsible for my own meals or meals included? Mm-hmm. That, those kind of things. I encourage you to do that. Um, as far as, you know, I, I would start promoting it as soon as you have it. Um, I'm, I don't have a ton of experience with live event promotions, okay. so yeah, I, I'm giving you a lot of limited stuff. I would reach out to people like, um, you know, Michael Stelzner and, and, 
maybe people on his oh, team. Sure. Yeah. You, you and I know who's responsible for yeah. most of the logistics of that. Right. And I, we're not going to mention his name here. I would reach out to him and, okay. and ask him if he had some advice on it. Um, other friends of ours, you and I both know people who have hosted a lot more live events than us. And so I always turn to those guys and, and say, how, how long would you promote and how much would you promote and how far out do you think, you know, is it, is it, too, is it too soon to start promoting it? Well, that's what I was wondering, especially for, for a, an event people have to travel to. Like you got to get airfare and hotel and like in and, and budgeting, you know, considerations and stuff like how much. Now, I do know from uh, an event I did at Adobe's headquarters uh, in Seattle last November that half the people, like when we got to the event, um, it was only half full. And then like the week before it like doubled in size. So it's like half the people made up their mind and the booked final everything. The final, I'm like, that's the most expensive way to do it. And like, that's exactly. That? And, and by the way, that my, my biggest concern was this was would people pay this amount of money, travel to Cincinnati. And even if they would do both of those, would they do it within three weeks? Yeah. Because air airfare is more expensive, the closer to the right. event. And so I, I was I was sweating bullets when I put the sales page on. But what I what I will tell you is they they signed up and okay. they came. They 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 did it. They made that decision. And mo and by the way, more than half signed up the week the, the seven days leaving yeah. leading up to the event. That's been my experience. So I'm guessing I should just expect that again. Or unless it just fills out right away and I have another waiting list, which would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, or you just go to the hotel and say, "Hey, we can we we need a bigger room. Can you break out another partition and set out another fifty or seventy five uh, chairs?" I want to li- I want to limit it to twenty just because for the the personal yes hands on people ask me thing. here. That's exactly what they say, Cliff. You know, are you are you you know obviously this was a huge success. You're gonna you could blow this thing up and fill twice, three times this sure, yeah. you know next time. And they said, so are you, are you going to move it out of here? And I said, no, for at least I've got two more scheduled this year. And what I, and what they loved and what I love about this is that intimate relationships that that's built with a very small group of people. Yes, absolutely. When I do the online, that's the same thing. Like everyone goes into it wanting all the information and they come out uh, hands down every single time. And I, I forget how many times I've done it, but a lot. They come out at the end saying, Tim, I thought the content was going to be the most important thing, but the most valuable thing I got out of this was this relationship and this community of people that I know I can turn to, I can ask questions to, these relationships are going to go on. Like VidCon is next week for me. And uh, p- all these people who have been in past video labs, we get together for for breakfast one day there, and it's just like they all get to know each other in person. It's like the relationships end up being the most valuable thing that they get. So I want to keep that high relational touch to it um, and, and also be able to like get to know each of these people and their projects and stuff. So yeah, I do want to keep it small. And by the way, real quickly, the difference between online and offline. So leading up to this, everybody who registers uh, gets the invitation to join a private Facebook group that's only for attendees of this particular session. Mm, that's a good so, so it's an opportunity for them to get to know each other before, before they event. meet face to face. Yeah. And, and the interactions, it, it was so funny because, you know, I'm facilitating it. I'm like, hey, I just noticed that so-and-so, would you introduce yourself? And they would introduce themselves and, and you would see one or two people randomly say something to another person, comment back and forth. But I mean, everybody's really shy to pull the trigger <laughs> or, or post anything inside of this Facebook group. Right. And then during... During it, you know, I, I noticed, by the way, um, uh, there were three people who who didn't have a car. They didn't either rent a car or bring oh, a car. Yeah. And it's like, hey, I'm at the, you know, the, the what is it, the Marriott. Um, it, does anybody want to share an Uber? And that, that was really the extent of the mm-hmm. use of the Facebook group. Okay. But as soon as the event's over... My, my Facebook Boom. is Blue. blowing up like crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's like 20, 30, 40 different comments a day that's going on inside. I mean, these guys are like, they're on fire. How long are you going to keep that open for? I, th- it's That's indefinitely. It will never oh, okay. close. Wow. Okay. So, but I, I mean, I was very upfront. I say, listen, I, I, I can't commit to you guys that sure. is, I'm going to ongoing, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, but so years, you'll have 20 of those and you can't manage all. Yeah. Of them. But, but I, I said, here's what I will tell you is that I, I've been doing different events over the years, different meetups over the years and all this stuff. And I never shut these down. You'll always have this interaction with each other. This is always a peer environment. So that you guys can continue this as long as you want. Just know that I, I will see a lot of what you post. I may not always comment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so pricing. Yeah. With um you know, the normal thing being a thousand dollars 
ish or so. Um, you know, nine ninety seven. Uh, let me give you a little bit more information. That I just want to. I just want you to spit a number at me. What you think would be appropriate? Um, so there's. Uh, it'll be me, uh, and it's not just going to be me though. Um, there's actually two other people who, um, depending on who you ask, it would, we would be like the top one, two, and three basically in the YouTube space. Yep. As far as experts, trainers are concerned, who are actually doing this and having consistent, proven results. Are you paying those other guys? Uh, that's part of the question, actually. Okay. Um, they don't want to be paid because we have, have okay. a good relationship with them. They're like, Tim, you supported us so much. Like, you know, we just want to give back to you. This is a, just something small that we can do. Just so, real quickly, my my thinking is there if they're offering to do this for you for free uh, and they want to, uh, then I would allow them that that opportunity to do that for you as a favor and as a gift. Would you do it in return for them without I've, anything? I already in return? have many times. So so don't even worry about that. I will tell you, I'm getting. I've done this. You know, Ray Edwards has done this for me. Michael Hyatt. I've done this for Michael Hyatt. Um, when we go, well, we won't give any inside details about other conferences. You and I both have spoke at. It, it, getting paid to come and do your thing in front of an audience is not something that it's not uncommon for that to be an unpaid thing that you do for the opportunity of number one, serving the person that you're doing it for and also the exposure to the audience. I guess as a guy with seven kids, soon to be seven kids, I, I know how much it costs to leave your family for a few days, not just in terms of finance, finance, financially, but in terms of like energy for my wife, you know, my kids, like that's, that's the biggest cost. So I feel like, um, I just feel like it's right to pay them, even though they're 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 not expecting it. Or how about how about I mean, if, if that's completely up to you, I'm just telling you standard standard practice in at least in the circles that yeah, I run in. in mine too, we yeah. we do this for each other all the time. Right. I and and I'm telling you, I I, I, I we're flying across country. You know, from yep. we're we're going from San Diego to Nashville. We're going from 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 uh, Washington, Seattle, Washington to right. to Northern Kentucky. I mean, we're we're doing things, you know, going all over the country for each other. The same costs of leaving our own families, our own businesses, all that stuff. And it's common practice that we we just do this as favors for yeah. each other. So it, it unless they're asking, so what 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 you going to pay if I do it? No, then then I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Um, but yet at the same time, I want I want to encourage you to seriously consider what can you do for those people that that is a is a way that shows your appreciation. So yeah. a very a very nice gift for them. And again, it doesn't have to be something that's in the same as a remunerate, but just just a way of showing your deep Thank sincere you. appreciation that you know how much of an investment it was. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, so it's going to be the three of us there, and the way it's going to work is uh, there's no experience like this I know of in in our space in YouTube world. Well, there is known that has the top three, which are exactly no. the three that you're talking about. Yeah. So it is the only experience. Go well, ahead. Well, and, and the fact that like like for example, VidCon, the three of us will be at VidCon, but but these types of but events, not limited to twenty people for right, three days. Exactly. Like these type of events is kind of what I'm trying to do differently. Like I I remember being the guy who would go to some of these events. And I take all these notes from like these experts who are doing amazing things and they're telling their story of how they did it and what was successful. And I feel like inspired, but then I get home and I'm like, what does that mean for my project? And my, like, I don't know how to, how to convert that or translate that into my, like, I, I don't have those resources he did. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, this is the only event where like all three of us will be together and it's going to be hands-on limited to 20 people. Like every afternoon we're going to take one person, put their, their YouTube channel up on the big screen and they're going to be, we're going to be in groups of just giving them like written reviews and personal feedback, you know, as a, as like a group, like you can't they're get gonna that They're going to walk away with else. a plan and next step actions. This isn't where they're going to go. For their specific goals this, and challenges. Exactly. So it's their specific stuff. They're getting their answers to their challenges. They're not going there for insight that they have to kind of, okay, take the insight and say, okay, now I've got to figure out for myself, how does this apply right. for me? But they forget it by the time they leave right. and they never do anything with it. They're, they're walking away with a plan. They know what to do next and in what order right. to do it, yep. which is what I did here. So so that's so what like you're offering. a morning of training that's going to be recorded for future video labs. Um, but then I'll, each of the afternoon is going to be that personal hands-on stuff. Workshop stuff. Yep. So uh, this and is going to go. three full days? It's going to go from, we're going to dinner together on um, Tuesday night. Dinner included? Yes. All okay. the meals are in catering. Everything's included. Excellent. So it's going to be dinner Tuesday night. It's going to be optional, but the content itself starts uh, all Wednesday. It can be Wednesday, Thursday, and then half the day Friday will be done by So lunch. two and a half day event. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. 
So throw me a price. What do you think? Twenty nine ninety nine. Three thousand? Yep. Okay. What were your what were you thinking? Well, so <laughs> I asked someone else. They're like, Tim, I'll be mad at you if you did anything less than three thousand. I was like, what? I was thinking, uh, I was like, the online version is like, you know, it's less. It's nine ninety seven. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, this is more valuable than that. But how much more? I was, trying to, I was trying to figure out. So I was originally going to go with like early bird is 1700 and full price of 2000 And people are like, no, it's too low. It's too low. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I, okay. I can tell you right here. I'm actually doing a post, by the way, I'm doing, we'll get to that probably, or maybe I'll just say it here. I'm doing a post-workout survey. And one of the questions in the post-workout survey, how much, to, assuming that I do this workshop, the same workshop in the same space limited to the same small group of people, in future sessions, should I charge, and it's the $9.99 that I charge for this one, $14.99 or $19.99? Hmm. And I don't know the answer yet because I just sent the survey out, okay. but I already know three people told me that you should never charge anything less than $2,000 for this. Yeah, my goal isn't to like squeeze every penny out of people I can. The goal, I think, for me is like, you know, this is an expensive event to pull off to do this at the Westin, you know, and and I also want to do well like by supporting the other people who are coming, production crew coming in, you know. So there's so if I did it, if I, you do it less than three thousand dollars, this is a loss leader for you. Yeah, it's not going to be not that kidding as valuable for me to put my time and energy into. If it. you do it for less than three thousand, it is a loss leader. Me and and for those that do you, describe what a loss leader is for those that don't know. Like I'm, it's not worth my time and energy. It, and it, gonna you're going to lose money on it overall. Yeah. When, when you consider your time and effort in, invested in the time, the opportunity cost of the other things you could be doing exactly. in your business, right. you you will actually for less than three thousand for th- for two and a, actually for, let's be honest, it's three days because you got dinner the night before, sure. right? It's pretty so close. Yeah. You're you're three days plus all the days putting it together. And by the way, I I had it here in my home, so you know, cater food and catering. It was very low cost compared to I. I've hosted some events yeah, in yeah. hotels. And I have a business and manager so who works you, for me full time. I can tell you right now, you haven't told me any details. I know it's a minimum, a minimum of fifteen hundred dollars a day for the hotel, and that's not including the food and beverage on top of it. Yeah. So I can tell you right now, it it. Just hands down, okay. it's going right. to cost you money if you do it less than three thousand dollars. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and then, how important? I guess you know, like as far as uh, early bird stuff is concerned, like discount. I didn't offer early bird, although my friend Michael Stelzner, like he is, his. I don't think I'm giving anything away. You look at his website; it's, it's, you could see this for yourself. But his conference right now, if you go right now and sign up. It's going to say you have X number of hours before the price, price goes, goes up. up. And that, pri- that, that price goes up, I think it's 50 bucks a week every week. I don't know the exact increment. But every week there's an early bird price that you're going to miss out on if you don't sign up. And so if you don't sign up by this Friday, it's going to go up. And then the next week it's going to go up another 50 bucks. Yeah. So all the way until the event or something okay. like that. So. All right. There, um, there are other people that do it that way. Mine, I just put up a price and said, this is the price. Now, with that being said, and I just want to, if you don't mind, I'm just going to pull a little thing in there. Okay. Right now, if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash next level workshop, it still says $9.99. But you heard the feedback that I just <laughs> gave you, right? Right. I'm going away this weekend to Nashville and I'm going to be asking a mastermind group that I'm going to be a part of. This week, should I, should the next one? I, my thinking right now is that the August one's going to be fourteen ninety nine, and the November one and beyond is going to be nineteen ninety nine or higher at beyond the. It'll be nineteen ninety nine for the November one, but maybe even higher for future ones because I the I did not know the value of what I was offering until I gave it this weekend, and now I know. I'm like nine ninety nine was cheap. It was so cheap. So, but he, the reason why I say that real quick, if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash next level. Uh, workshop, you can right now <laughs> sign up for nine ninety nine, and you're you're locked in that price. In fact, I had two people, or no, three people, Tim, who said, "Cliff, I can't come to the July session, but I'm or June session, but I'm definitely interested if you do this again." And I said, "Here's the dates: I'm doing August eighteenth and nineteenth, and November third and fourth. If you sign up I, right now and register." I will go ahead and lock. You can get the price of ninety nine nine ninety nine because I'm almost confident that, or almost positive, I'm going to be raising the price. Right. And so I already have three people who are registered for future events before this event took place. Cool. So I just want to let my audience know: go and see what the price is right now. And we're we're at forty nine minutes. Okay. We're good. Yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway, go check it out. Well, 
Cool. And the last one, one last question for you. Yeah, we're good. Is um, just overall your experience of like, Tim, definitely do this. Here's a mistake I made. Don't do that. Um, just for overall, whether it be like setup or relationally or content or delivery or whatever, just the event overall, things you are going to do again and things that you'd be like, don't do this. So one thing I want to tell you is sweat. You know, people say don't sweat the small stuff. I'm going to tell you sweat the small stuff. All right, so I want to tell you some things that I did that that absolutely blew people's minds, all right? So I went to Staples, and I bought these, uh, I I went looking for journals, like notebook journals, and I found this one that's 8 by 11, it's hard bound, but it's got a spiral loop, and there was the difference between the spiral loop, but man, I, I I was sweating the details. I wanted people to be, I didn't want to assume that everybody was bringing their own laptops and stuff like that. But, you know, I assumed everybody would have a notebook or whatever. But here's what I did is I went out and got these beautiful notebooks. Now, they look like they'll cost about 30, 40 bucks a piece. They were 10 bucks a piece is all they cost at Staples. But they look very expensive and very nice notebooks. And Uniball pens, not the cheap pens, but I bought Uniball pens. <laughs> and, and, and every single... Not Apple pencils? <laughs> every single desk had this beautifully hard ba- you know, hardbound spiral notebook for them to write their notes in with a very nice pen. And, and that blew people away. And people are like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Now, another thing that I did, and I got this, by the way, I'm, and credit to Michael Stelzner and the team at Social Media Marketing World. Um, I had flossers in the bathroom for after lunch because we catered oh, Chipotle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we catered Chipotle, and after Chipotle, you always have cilantro in your teeth. <laughs> and I said, listen, guys, just so you know, there's big mirrors in there. There are flossers in the bathroom. Now, the next one, by the way, I, I didn't think about that. That like, occurred to me like after I was cleaning my own teeth after lunch. And so I pulled them out and put them out there for everybody. And they were like, oh, my gosh, Cliff, you've thought of everything. Um, so definitely in the next time what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to get those little disposable toothbrushes and little toothpaste that that's in there. So they had those at Social Media Marketing World and yeah. I did, so I'm do, I'm going to do that. So everybody will have their own toothbrush that they can brush their their do oh, and just, they'll have mouthwash in there for after lunch. Yeah. So cuz this networking thing, right? right. You don't want te- people with stuff in their teeth and you don't fully don't want people with bad breath, so mouthwash and those things. Gotcha. Those little details they go a long way. Okay. Anything you wouldn't do? Like you would do different like um, mistakes or anything? Yeah, I I don't think that I made any mistakes so much um, as it was. Um, I I didn't know about the timings, so oh, you know, the, so I created a schedule a schedule ahead of time, and I put down you know this session is going from this time to this time, this time to this time. The only thing that I because I didn't I hadn't done that that this information live in front of an audience some of them i was like oh dude i put down 50 minutes we covered that in 20 minutes and i think it was adequately covered and it's like i have scheduled a bathroom break after this well it's like okay we're, we don't need a bath does anybody need a bathroom <laughs> okay let's go ahead and get into the next session and that was everybody was cool and flexible with that but on the final day um the uh, very first session on the on the second day um went way over hmm. And and I stopped about, you know, I stopped at the time that it would normally, I said it would be over, and we took a bathroom break, and then um, we came back from bathroom break, and I can I finished the session, because it was, it was one of those sessions that everybody, but then what happened, and of course, the final session of the day was ask me anything, oh. all right? And, and and people are, and I noticed people were freaking out. They were looking at the time. It's like, oh my gosh, we're way behind schedule. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, forget, you know, forget about the schedule. And so if I would say if it's your first time, I don't know if it's, I don't know that I would have actually printed times okay. on the schedules. I might've just said, these are the sessions we're going to cover in the morning. These are the sessions we're going to cover That's in the afternoon instead of actually the start and stop times. Yeah. So, because I noticed that people, and I even, I even heard somebody say it under their own breath. I was like, "Oh wow, we're we're way behind." Yeah. I'm like, "No, we're not. <laughs> don't worry that. about it, guys." Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have an AMA type thing. Ask me anything. Well, the, there are two reasons why I like the AMA, um, because you can't assume that everything that you covered is exactly what they were hoping to have. Yep. And the other thing is, is if you do run behind because some of the other sessions got a lot of feedback, a lot of questions, I, you know, pausing for, to clarify for clarification and stuff like that. 
um, an AMA is not. If you take if you take away a, a published session of content that people were looking forward to, a topic they were looking forward to, that that they might not like that. It's oh, I was looking forward to that, and we didn't yeah. get to it. But if it, for me. I, I basically did not get to the a- we did an AMA the, at the end of the first day, but it was scheduled to have an AMA for the second day, and I just scrapped the AMA. Yeah, and it's just kind of like filling in the gaps too for people. Uh, yeah, too. So my, that's one thing I'm afraid I'm going to make. Like it's probably going to be that's the thing I'm probably sh- not stressing out most, but I don't. I've never seen. I've never been to an event like the one I'm I'm putting on, so I don't know. Like my schedule is pretty. Full, not in the sense like there's a lot of things happening, but we have things, you know, you know, the, the trainings, we're going to start like breakfast at eight, start the trainings around eight thirty or nine. Um, and then I think similarly to what you did, like each evening, we're going to go out and do something fun. We got like riding some party buses to come pick us up and we're going to, um, some nice Cincinnati hotel, uh, r- restaurants going to do like a, um, a cruise on the, on the river boats and yeah, things like dude, you, okay. all that kind of so, stuff. So dude, if you charge less than twenty nine ninety nine, you, you're going to need to go borrow money to, <laughs> to put the event on for people. Well, my, 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 what I'm concerned about is if, if people are just going to get burned out, if they're going to be like, Oh, this is too much. Like I just need some, like I need some personal time. Like I need to go spend some time at a hotel or, or maybe they have like other jobs that they have to attend to. You well, know? here's okay. How you, I definitely, how you deal with that. Um, you need to, this is where pre event communication comes in. You need to let them know what the day is going to look like. And you want to pre event. Oh, that's another thing. What did I do before the event? Lots. I, I use that Facebook group. I had everybody into that Facebook group and I communicate. It's like, matter of fact, I was like, hey guys, I want to let you know I ordered my tables. Check them out. It's this, yeah. you know, I was, I was letting them know about everything as I was developing it. And, and this, I let them know, hey, don't think that you're going to get any work done while you're here because we're going, we're starting at eight o'clock in the morning. We're going till nine o'clock in the evening. And so as long as you let them know, I went to the score conference. This, have you ever heard of the score conference with Ken Davis? Oh, it's I know about, who Ken Davis is, but I don't know this. Yeah, he. I've done the score conference with him twice, and it's literally like I think it's two and a half days, and it's from seven in the morning until midnight. Wow! And it's like he and they <laughs> tell you, they, oh yeah, it's nonstop. Okay, and, and and I think you get you might get like twenty minutes to yourself. And yeah. I'm an introvert. Trust yeah, me. So I was thinking, I'm an introvert too. Most top YouTube creators are. That's the reason why they talk better to cameras than to real people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so I was like, oh, I wonder if I'm gonna like be like totally overdoing. But it's also gonna be a small group, so it shouldn't be as bad. So I don't know. Yeah, and but but just communicate that ahead of time is yeah. the big thing. Okay. Cool. Well, Any helpful. other questions? Um, probably. But I think I'm good for now. All right. And then the big thing is is the post workshop questionnaire or survey. Yeah. So survey them again. And, and so I, I literally just sent out the survey uh, to to everybody who participated. And I, you know, asked them, what did you think about the food and beverage? Was there any snacks that weren't there that you would love to have had? Mm. Um, let me know because I would I would like to make that kind of stuff available for the next time. What was the environment like? Was, it, was the lighting? How was the temperature? Uh, the cleanliness? Tell me about that. And then I have, you know, a, 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 you know, what is your one to five rating of each session each individually and an option for them to actually tell me something about that session if they want to. So post conference survey, so you can make the next one better. And also, I mean, you probably already aware of this, but I would ask, I would ask probably the morning of the, of the final day of the conference. If anybody would be willing to do a testimonial for this workshop, uh, please let me know. And we'll put you on the schedule during lunch today. I've got a team who's going to be doing testimonials. And then you do testimonials one at a time of people. This one, I had eight people come to this first workshop within three weeks of promotion. And all eight people gave me the most awesome testimonials. (laughs) So I would do testimonials as well. Sweet. Yeah, I have a a video production crew coming to do the whole thing. So they will, uh, I'll I'll tell them to do that. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Well, Tim, thank you so much. I hope that helped you, and it also helped me because I wanted to have content this week. I'm getting ready You're to. Welcome. <laughs> I, I am. I am leaving tomorrow. Uh, I'm going. Ray Edwards has a conference down in Nashville, okay. right. and I'm going down there, spending several days with him and his team, and 
we're just going to have an awesome time. So, I, man, I'm so glad you came over and did this with me today. <laughs> Real quickly before, oh, by the way, what, tell what do you want to promote to these people? Well, I have a podcast also. Um, it's actually growing faster than the YouTube channel is um, every Tuesday. Of course it is. <laughs> kind of surprising. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> Only to you. Yeah, the, the podcast is called Video Creators, and iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and I also have Google Play because a lot of my YouTube people have the YouTube Red subscription that includes that, so... Uh, there as well. But uh, every Tuesday, I have a new podcast episode just to help people learn how to grow their YouTube audiences so that they can use that audience to spread a message that reaches people and changes their life, similarly to what you do here. So um, check it out if you like. Call Video Creators and uh, find it everywhere. There you go. Video Creators, the podcast by Tim Schmoyer. <laughs> highly, highly encourage you guys to check it out, especially if you want to do anything of value on YouTube. All right, guys, real quickly before we wrap up, I just want to say thank you for tuning in again. Um, I, I, I can't stress this enough. If you get the chance to see my sales page at podcastanswerman.com slash next level workshop while it still says $9.99, get in there and click the buy now button because I promise you it's either going to be $14.99 or $19.99 within the next 10, 7 to 10 days. So get in there and sign up. But here's here's what I want to say. I know some of you are listening and you're, you're listening about 7 to 10 days after this thing has been published and you go to this website and you, you go to podcastanswerman.com slash next level workshop and boom, let's just assume that it says $19.99 and you're like, oh, great. <laughs> here's what I want to tell you. If you have a podcast or a blog or a YouTube channel or a mailing list and you've been trying to generate income from your online efforts and you are not yet consistently every single month making a minimum of $5,000 from your online business efforts, pay the, the whatever's on the price. I promise you, you're going to get the missing steps that are the reason for you not generating that amount of money a minimum of that amount of money, if not a great deal more. Head over to podcastanswerman.com slash next level workshop. And of course, for those of you who have never launched a podcast, my next session of podcasting A to Z is coming up on Monday, July 10th. It's your opportunity to have me as your personal coach walking you through every single step in the process of successfully launching your show. If you're interested in that, head over to podcastinga2z.com. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Podcast! It's a man!